Hey IDP Army, ever think about making your own podcast? Let me tell you about Anchor. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. And you can make some money with your podcast too, with no minimum listenership. It's got everything that you need to make a podcast all in one place. So what are you waiting for, IDP Army? Download the free Anchor app and go to anchor.fm to get started today. Possums, welcome to week three game previews. We're going to talk every game on the slate. We're going to have some fun doing it. We're going to point out some players that you should sit. We're going to put out some players that you should start. And we're going to put out a bunch of stops for you. So we're going to have a good time talking about this. Please follow us at Offensive Points on Twitter. Shout us out on there. Get on the Discord. Get on the TikToks. Get on the YouTube. We're doing this all for you. So show us some love and we will return it. I am here with my pals, Josh and Billy. So Josh and Billy, how are you doing? Pumped. Let's get to week three. Let's do it. All right. Well, without further ado, Justin uh, Fields let's, Day. Let's Justin, Justin Fields, Fields Day. Day. So anyway, Justin Fields is going to just kidding. I don't have the Bears. Joe won't let me have them. I'll talk about them soon, though. Um, no, let's get to the Thursday night game on Slate, Carolina Houston, which is just a this is what everyone expected Thursday night games to be. So my start of the week is Carolina's defense. I also originally wrote this before ESPN waiver wire column came out. I didn't think they would actually put a defense on there. So I'm actually kind of shocked, but I just want to start off with, I hate team defenses and that you guys should just play IDP. I lost the league because I started the Cardinals defense and lost by two points and they scored negative two points. So anyway, unfortunately you already listened to this or you're listening to this after the waivers have cleared and most likely Thursday night game might've even already played. So if so, skip the head the next minute or so. Uh, but hopefully this age as well. I think uh, Carolina is a top 10 defense now. They're through two games. They're 10 sacks and three interceptions. I think their real test will be week four and week five against Dallas and Philly respectively. And I'm a little worried about them during those because Dallas is going to put points. And I think Philly's a good team, as you guys have know, if you listen to any of the podcasts. Uh, my sit is all of the Texans, except <laughs> probably Brandon Cooks. Uh, you might as well. Uh, I know that it's Mills in there and I can, as you can tell, I'm not confident in any of this game, but Brandon Cooks is great. And I think he's finally like less risk. Obviously there's still a risk and you know it when you drafted him. So uh, with Tile ruled out early, you can feel, can't feel extremely confident in Cooks, but after t- two weeks of 20 points a piece, I feel like you assume he's getting at least 10. So, so far the running backs, uh, you don't want to start them. I'm telling you. Ingram, I mean, I get it if you want to, feel free. I'm not going to. But Ingram's has 40 carries, and he's done basically nothing with it. Lindsay has 13 carries, and he's done a lot with it. And David Johnson has nine for some reason, and he's done okay with it. So Ingram has three yards per carry, and yeah, he's had a lot. I don't think you can trust him week to week, so don't feel confident in starting him. I don't think anyone is. So I'm just letting you know in case you're like, oh yeah, Ingram's got it. He's got 40 carries in two weeks. Don't do it. All right. And my stop is stop talking about Deshaun Watson. He's not playing this year. He's not getting traded this year. No one wants to pay six players and picks for a guy who's facing charges of assault against 22 women. It's not a good look for any NFL analyst to talk about. I don't know why they keep mentioning 
Deshaun Watson is inactive today for non-health reasons. We know we're all like fucking flabbergasted by it in the first place. Just stop. We'll see what happens in February. Apparently, and just shut up about it for now. Like we're all we're all good. We don't. Nobody wants him on their team. No, yep. the Texans don't even want him on their team right now. Like they're embarrassed to have them, and they're happy to see a good team playing around without him. So, any comments? Nope. I hope. I hope Car- uh, Carolina is for real. Like I, I, you know, I obviously know you hate Sam Darnold, Joe, but like just the Panthers is just a a story. I just I don't know. I really like them. I think we all thought their defense was going to be really good, and for some reason, the rest of the analysts out there thought they weren't going to be. And we've been right so far. So is this the team that I said was going to be a really good defense? And you guys said I was stupid or I can't remember what team that was. I remember saying there's no shot because I've loved the Panthers um, defense because I love Hassan Reddick and I thought them getting him was just the the best part. So real quick, Carolina is a Charlotte's a beautiful city. I've been there multiple times. I've been to a ton of Panthers games. It's super. It's a really clean city. And then you just bring in Sam Darnold who. Literally is a trash can. So, all right, everybody except for Joe thinks Sam Darnold might be okay. All right, anyway, my uh, defensive start for this game is Mr. Brian Burns. If you're in a defensive league, you're starting him anyway, but I'm just saying, like, I don't know, for some reason you don't think about it. Like, this dude is just going to destroy David Mills. Like, anyway, one thing we haven't really talked about during these game previews, and I want to start doing at least on my podcast, on my part, and you guys can do the research now but i want to start talking about the lines because a lot of people bet on the lines of the game oh i thought you meant like the o-line d-line i was like really we're gonna no, get an no, I'm not gonna, i will talk <laughs> I about O-lines. Lions. we talked about o-lines in the preseason <laughs> we talked and i do love the lines but um no i want to talk about the lines of the game uh okay. carolina is projected to win by 7.5 and i'm not gonna lie I'll, I'll take this all day on houston on on matching that all they have to do is not lose really just lose by a touchdown Davis I, Mills, huh? I, I, I'm not saying he's good. I'm not saying he's good. I just feel like Houston's team's played well enough to where Davis Mills can make a game out of it. Like, I, I, I'm not I'm not telling you to bet your fucking fortune on this. I'm not telling you to bet your house. I would have told you that on Devonta Smith. But I'm just letting you know, I, I'm not, like, I get it. Like, you're like, oh, Carolina's going to smash this team. It's Thursday night game, man. Don't get cocky. We had two good ones. Let's leave it. Let's leave it there for now. Like, it was then. They were both close games, so just, just chill. Don't don't get too excited on this one. Anyway, on to the next one. A lot more exciting. Uh, Los Angeles Chargers against KC. All right. So once again, I just want to remind you that the start sit stop is about people that you're not thinking like, oh man, I should start him. Like, or obviously start him. Like you're starting Tyree Kill, you're starting Mahomes, you're starting Kelsey. Like, I get it. But some people might be thinking about not starting Justin Herbert. And that's my start of the week here. I think this dude might, I was talking to Joe during our little break here and I I was really thinking like Justin Herbert might be the number one quarterback scoring this week. Obviously that's a little bit Homer, but like I want to see if I take my own advice right now. I'm debating on him and Hertz because Hertz is on the Monday night game and they both have juicy defenses, but like two of the most projected highest scoring games this week, Herbert's thrown for 330 plus yards, both, both weeks in a row now. And the TDs will come. There's a little rust to shake off here. He's still, he was a rookie last year. Like, don't forget that guys. Uh, but week one, he played a tough Denver defense and Dallas is actually playing some good defense last week. So it's not like it was two cakewalks that he's played through. I just feel like Casey's defense, obviously Tyron Matthews back. And we saw that with the two interceptions, but I mean, let's be real last week. Anyway, 
Uh, I just have a feeling him and Mahomes are going to look very similar. So in like daily, I would smash Herbert right now. I'm not the daily guy. Ask Joe. We'll, we'll test him here in a second. My sit again and again and again and again and again and again is Edward Solaire. I get it. You drafted him in the second round. I, I told you not to. I, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you at this point. I think everyone you want to play everyone in this game except for him. Uh, Gibson Pollard and Zeke had good running games against him uh, against the the Chiefs and. 90, 109, and 71, respectively, between Gibson, Pollard, and Zeke. So if there was a game that he would be good at, it would be this one. And if somehow they take the lead early, maybe, possibly, I still don't trust him. Don't do not do it. I get You're talking it. about Eckler? No, I'm talking about Edward Zolaire. Edward Zolaire would not be going against the KC defense, so... Oh, sorry. Eckler. My apologies. Okay, you're, you're right. You're fair. You're fair. I looked at the wrong defense here. But still, don't start Edward Solaire. I know. Fucking high. Against the Chargers, don't. You're, Even you're though Pollard don't do it. Game. All right, all right. I, I want to admit on the podcast, I fucked up. I, I researched the wrong defense. But anyway, uh, I, I can say that you want to start Eckler all day. But anyway, do not do not start Edward Solaire. He's just not good. I, I'm done with him. Everything else that I said, except for the Gibson Pollard Zeke thing, listen to that. Don't listen to that part. Just don't trust him. Anyway, stop. Yeah. My stop is KC. Can you just let us know who your number two wide receiver is? <laughs> Sincerely, everyone in fantasy. Is it Nicole Hardman? Is it Byron Pringle? Is it Demarcus Robinson? Is it some guy like Invincible, like the movie? Is that is that who it is? Like, does anyone know who the second wide receiver is here? Because I don't. And I, I, I'm just I'm just mad about it because as a Byron Pringle and Demarcus Robinson owner in Dynasty, I just I just don't get it. Hardman had an okay week last week. Demarcus Robinson and Pringle both caught a deep ball. I got no, I got no clue who it's going to be in my eyes. Watch out on the waivers and maybe someone will drop Hardman after a while, or maybe he's already in free agency. He's only on like 50% of leagues somehow or 60%. Um, I don't, I don't think he's the guy personally, but someone drafted him high and probably will drop him soon after a bad week. Like he hasn't looked good over the first two. I think he's got 10 and like six, like the first two weeks. So uh, and also kind of one of the rare handcuffs, handcuffs, if uh wide receiver handcuffs, if Hiller Kelsey went down. So the hand come hand comes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know about the hand comes. Everybody knows. About that. <laughs> and we are offensive points or offensive points. However you want to take that. So, but yeah, I just, I, I just, I just wish they pick one. Who do you guys think it is? I, I, can we all pick a different one? And so we can gloat about it later. I like if I, felt, if I felt better about it, we'd make a fireball bet, but Fuck yeah, let's do a fireball bet. I got Robinson. You can have Hardman, and Joe's got Pringle. Sure. Okay. Cool. Fireball bet on most fantasy points in our league. Just by the end of the season, or just one week. End of the season. God, guys, we're gonna get so drunk. Yeah, week eighteen. Week eighteen is gonna be fucking rough. We're gonna have to split this shit up. Maybe we'll just do a couple of night. Eventually, we'll just know. Like one of them will have like. 800 yards and the other one will have 100. So we'll just be like, yeah. Or there'll be an injury and there's really nothing that can be done about that. Oh, yeah. One of us come out to my patio one night. We'll have a fire. We'll put some game on TV. We'll live stream us just. We'll live stream us have like seven bottles of fireball. Can I sleep on your couch that night just for like safety? No, you got to drive home. I'm going to sleep outside. Yeah. On the hammock. Um, In January. Yep. (laughs) 
Anyway, you're gonna need a, gonna need a blanket, Joe. Just let anyway, you know. I just I just want to quickly apologize about the whole Gibson Pollard Zeke thing. I don't know why I went the opposite team. I guess the Edwards Eckler. It's thing fine. You just let me know which one we're not clipping for TikTok. So I appreciate yep. you doing that for me. That's fair. It. And also, once again, that means smash Eckler. Do not play Edwards Alaire. I know you want to, but Los Angeles Chargers defense is is good. Okay, so stop. That's anyway. Good. Uh, the line here is 6.5 for KC, and honestly, I like it a lot because they will probably win this game, unfortunately. But the Chargers have upset no alert. I would love, I would love to see the Chargers beat KC, but I don't think they will. I think, I think Mahomes it's in KC, so I probably you're right, but like, I don't know, upset alert. Anyway, on to the next one, and I'll try to be better about this. But uh, we got Miami versus Las Vegas, which I will be there in November. Fun fact, I'm pretty excited about that. Um, but anyway, um, start is Waddle and Parker. I still have them as my starts. I get it. I get it. Tula's not there. Parker and Parker and Waddle are going to still be targeted a lot. I just, even when he wasn't there last week, they were still targeted. Waddle was actually targeted more and the most Brissett kept looking for him. The Raiders defense is good, but not great. And I just assume Miami will go down early and will be throwing the ball a lot. So naturally for fantasy purposes, I feel like. Waddle had nine and Parker had eight targets. So I think they'll be, uh, I think they'll be throwing that ball and it'll be in trash time. Maybe Will Fuller will be sprinkled in there too, but I don't think they'll rush him back from that injury as well. So I think naturally they're going to just get a bunch of bullshit. Um, and then my sit is going to be Mr. Kenyon Drake. Unfortunately, the reports were right. I want Kenyon Drake to be good but he looked terrible running the ball. He had eight carries for nine yards or some shit. Peyton, Peyton Barber, on the other hand, did get the lion's share of carries there and looked okay doing so. He's just the bell cow back, and I just imagine Las Vegas is going to go up really early and basically have the game, and Drake is going to be used in, and he's going to be usable in the future. Just I think this week is the week where you just, just, just leave him on the bench and don't drop him or anything. Uh, his patch catch, his pass catching prowess, prowess is going to be phenomenal in the future, and the Raiders are not as good of a team as their record may seem at the moment. I do like the Raiders. I hope they're good, but I just I feel like it's going to be he's going to be getting those late game chunks uh, later in the game in more high high point games. So anyway, my stop is and Billy, this is one of my I told you so's, but I don't want to do it. it Smiles Gaskin. It's another one of those Edwards Alaire's Mixons. He was drafted in that second, third round, and he just isn't that good. He's not bad, and his pass catching will continue to keep him relevant in PPR formats. And I'm just glad I avoided this backfield altogether. Um I just I just don't get it. I mean, in 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 reality, you could have grabbed like Etienne Harris. I get Etienne injured himself, injured yeah, himself. But a like, bad call. But like, why did Miami not grab a rookie running back? They had a hundred thousand picks to grab any rookie running back, and they and they didn't do anything. And they kept they kept Gaskin and Ahmed and Malcolm Brown. Yep. Uh. Anyway, but hopefully Tua is okay. We're we're all hoping that. And I, I I don't I never really liked Tua, but like it's unfortunate. Nobody wants to see him injured and. Personally, I think this is where Watson goes next year for barring his trial and all the situation that's going on right now. I don't think Miami is sold on him, and I think it's over. 
That seems right to me. I don't know how you can start any Miami player right now. No. I think, honestly, I think Waddle's the sleep here. I think that would be, I don't know what his, his ranking is in daily, but he was targeted by Brissett a lot. He looked at Brissett a, or Waddle a lot. So I, would I like think, Waddle, but I think Fuller is going to screw that up. I get it, but historically Fuller's been that like deep ball threat and yeah. Waddle can do anything. And I feel like Waddle's going to slide into the slot and basically be Brissett's like check down guy. All right. I'm making a lineup right now. With, put Waddle in there. Don't Waddle put Parker. I'm still a little worried about Parker. I think Parker and I think he's. I think Fuller will cut into Parker's role. Yeah, Waddle's Parker's going role. in there, man. He's losing please. me money. All right, now let's get to the, like more exciting games because honestly, I feel like I've just been like all over like boring games uh, other than the Chargers and Chiefs. Uh, Saints in New England. Uh, very excited about this game. I don't know what's going to happen. I think this has the makings of like one of those like trap games. Like you're thinking the old Saints and the old Patriots. It's going to be a shootout. I don't think it's going to be. I think it's going to be a really grindy game, really chippy game. Uh, my start of the week is Damian Harris and James White in PPR, of course. Um, this goes for me as well. I have sat both of these guys in any league that I own James white only in dynasty. It's not like I just like own James white and I'm going to start him anytime. Uh, but I just feel like all the reports kept coming out about how Damian Harris's role would be reduced after that costly fumble of week one. And the dude still got 16 carries. Ramondre Stevens was inactive and JJ Taylor barely touched the ball. I'm just happy to see James white getting some love running and receiving like the past years it's just been only receiving that's all james white does he can only catch the ball from tom brady that's the only thing he knows how to do so i just feel like it's gonna be physical it's gonna be defensive um i just feel like damian harris is gonna continue to be fed and i feel like james role james white's role is back i, d- I don't think you have to worry about ramon J. stevenson for a while and jj taylor obviously wasn't a problem um I, I don't think belichick really trusts mac jones at this point to throw the ball in the red zone so i think they're going to rely on the running backs so that's going to be either Harris or White, depending on how far out they are. So I just I just think these two guys probably both get a touchdown at this point, if not more. Uh, my sit is Jamie's Winston, and I think I talked about this and kind of I don't I don't think he's I don't think he was good. I think Week One was a fluke. I think he's back to his normal play. Carolina played some great defense, and we've already talked about that. But New England is going to attack him, and if you picked him up, I get it. I would have too. It seems it seems like the flashy play, but like just chill, don't get cute. Start who you drafted. He was your backup, like you know what I mean. Unless you have drafted Tua or something, and I get it. Uh, my stop is New Orleans. Stop not using Alvin Kamara. He is a top three running back. Twenty carries in week one, you won the game. Eight carries in week two, you lost the game. I'm not saying that's direct correlation. There's a lot more things that go into a football game than that, but like get your shit together. Like how do you, how do you give them that, that little carries? Jamie's looked terrible. I think this looked like the, you know, 2018 Buccaneers over here, but feed Kamara and make him a focal point of your offense. You're, you're dealing with what looks like last year's Eagles on wide receivers. So, I mean, it's, it's just a bunch of bullshit out there. Give it to Kamara and maybe even Tony Jones, like lean into the lean into being a running team and like, I don't know. Maybe you should have paid Lat Murray to like be, you know, the number two running back on your team. That would have been smart, maybe at this point. But I get it. You know, you didn't. You want to save some money. Feed those two. Feed Kamara. Give him the ball. Toss him little screen passes. Just give him the ball. Like make run him as a wide receiver. I don't give a fuck. You don't have any. All right, I'm done. 
I think you covered that accurately. All right. Anyway, we'll just move right on then. Oh, um, yeah. Uh, New, or- New Orleans loses the game to the Patriots, and I do like the spread because New England has three points on them. I think it's going to be a close game. Uh, Atlanta, New York Giants. Uh, Joe, you're going to hate this. I think you start Sterling Shepard, Joe's favorite player. Fraud. But to add to it, <laughs> I say you add Co- Kenny Galladay to the list there. Um, I know that Sterling Shepard is like Daniel's, Daniel Jones' go-to, and he's been like the, the guy who's been catching the balls, but Galladay's been targeted as well. Uh, 19 targets in t- two games. I think that's worth the start. Uh, Galladay with eight targets uh, last week. I just I feel like... I don't know. I just, he should have been, he should have caught a couple balls. He should have not caught a couple balls because Daniel Jones overthrew him. I just think that this would be the week that Galladay goes off. I, I've seen them on some stop, uh, on some sit lists. I, uh, I'm all about it. I, I really want to start him. I'm really debating actually between him and Damian Harris, which I just told you to start because that's fantasy football. And I'm always wondering. Anyway, my sit is Mike Davis. Uh, the Giants defense is not, it's not as bad as you think it would be. They shut down Antonio Gibson this week. Uh, also, I don't think Mike Davis is getting enough runs. I don't think anyone needs to be told that Mike Davis didn't get enough runs. I don't know why Cordell Patterson's out there. We're just going to let it go. Um, Atlanta's just bad. They're just not going to have chances to run the ball. I think you just hold on to him, just chill, maybe trade him. I don't know. I, I don't know. And then my stop is just stop, stop, stop getting your hopes up about Pitts. Atlanta wasn't right. Yes, this is my fifth Pitts rant. I don't. I haven't counted, but I'm sure it's at least five. Atlanta wasn't right about drafting him number four overall, and you weren't right about drafting him in the fourth round back in August, and you still aren't. The team is bad. They will score some fantasy points, and maybe Pitts will have a big game here and there, but you could have had Hawkinson in the next round. You could have waited and grabbed Gronkowski. I get it. Tight ends, tight ends shallow. You could have grabbed Logan Thomas. I don't, I don't care. You could have been streaming tight ends to get seven and 12 points between week and one weeks one and two you made a mistake own up and sell while he has high value and this excludes dynasty of course i i get it you're in dynasty you drafted him early you want to keep him or you want to wait until he has a big game at the very least i'm not saying don't start him because you pretty much have to you draft him that early and you're stuck with him so good luck i mean by that logic we were wrong about ridley too ridley had 17 points last week pitts had 12 yeah, 12 and 17 are completely different, in my opinion. <laughs> okay. Five points, man. Yeah, five points could make or break a game. I lost by two last week. That that proves it. Anything else to add to that? I figured there'd be more fireworks for that one. No, I, I think you're right. I mean, I, I mean, I, I still think Pitts is usable, but Atlanta sucks as a whole. Had I known they were going to tank the season, I would have told everyone not to get anybody from Atlanta, but... How would I have known that? I still think Ridley is going to be serviceable. I'm not. I didn't obviously mention him because you're starting. He's not. They were in a game where they were down and throwing the ball, and Ridley still only did okay because he's Five the only option. In a touchdown, yeah, it wasn't very great. That's it's not. That's season. not a Ridley stat line. That's, it's early in the season, right? Like I'm not I'm, panicking. I get it, and I I'm not. Saying I'm not panicking on Ridley, but I am panicking. I'm panicking on for your, the Falcons. Yes. I'm panicking on the Falcons with that number four draft pick, which made no sense because you could have grabbed Penny. Sewell, I'm just saying, if you're panicking you on grabbed, Pitts, you could trade it back. You panic on the entire team. Justin Fields Day, you could have done a lot of things. I'm I'm not panicking on Ridley because it's really the only option out there. I mean, obviously Pitts is going to have good games. I just think that you drafted a tight end in the fourth round and he's got seven and twelve points so far. I'm, I wouldn't be happy about it when Hawkinson, the fifth 
And not to mention Mark Andrews had a good week last week. I, I just, I don't know. I'm not excited about it. You're starting I, Kenny Galladay this week. You hate Pitts, and that's fine. I'm just saying that that entire team it. sucks. Like, are you not excited about Galladay, man? Kenny Galladay was yelling at everybody on the bench last weekend. That's Jason Garrett because that's who he should be yelling at. Yeah, we all know when a wide receiver yells at somebody, they get fucking fed the next week. So Kenny Galladay is going to have a big game. Right, right. All right, Josh. All right. Last one, last one, and the most important one. Monday night football. Da, 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 da. All right, Philly, Dallas. I'm just going to start off with who do you think is going to win this game, guys? Dallas. Dallas. I agree. You want to know why I agree? Because every time I think Philly's going to win the game, they don't. So I'm just going to go ahead and say Dallas wins this game. And I, I think they cover the over 3.5. Fuck it. Uh, so my start, though, is Mr. Jalen Hurts. We've already, I talked about him in the last, what, first part of this podcast about how he's ridiculous and his floor is 19 points, which is just phenomenal. But my second start is Devonta Smith. Obviously a bad performance this week, and I'm sorry if you listen to me, and I'm really sorry if you lost a game because of me. Once again, I lost the game because of me. I started him everywhere. I love Devonta Smith. He was everywhere on the field. The play calling was terrible. This is all on the play calling. And he has now eight targets week one and seven targets week two in his first two games. As a rookie, I mean, it's phenomenal. Phenomenal. He's running every route and is essentially always on the field. So just think about it. I'm looking for him to torch Dallas' secondary. Secondary. This is my one, like, I'm starting him no matter what situation. I'm starting him everywhere, everywhere that I can. Um, I just, I feel like, honestly, this might be the time to try to trade for him after that week, that down week. I think this is where he enters that, like, top 25 wide receiver league list and just continues to be there for the rest of the year. Um, if if this is my wrong, then this is my wrong next week, and I apologize, but I really don't think I am. My sit, and I don't even like this because basically you're starting everyone in this game. I mean, like, the obvious starts and stuff you might even be starting pollard at this point but my sit is dallas goddard and i don't like this pick i hopefully am wrong last time i told you guys this i was wrong because i told you week one not to start him and he got 14 points which was all negated by a touchdown basically but i think if you have better options you're starting you're you're, you're sitting dallas goddard at this point um last week the eagles passing attack was basically non-existent it was either quick dump offs or sirianni telling her to just hurl the ball down the field for like no reason also, Ertz technically is on the COVID reserve right now, which he has a chance to make it back. I think they said he was vaccinated, which is weird because they like kind of tell you, but don't. Um, so if Ertz is out, fire him up, obviously, and fire him up everywhere. But Dallas, one sneaky stat is down. Dallas has given up the sixth most fantasy points to tight ends right now. So, but I mean, it's it's kind of tough to be like, oh yeah, they did they did good against tight ends because Gronk torched them. So. My stop, though, contrary to popular belief is, uh, and by popular belief, I mean our previous part one of this podcast was, stop worrying about Zeke, man. Like, you're not setting, you're not sitting him. You're not going to ever sit him. Nobody's ever going to sit him. It's Zeke. He's either going to get traded or he's not going to get traded. You're going to start him no matter what. The Eagles are basically historically good about stopping Zeke and getting him out of the end zone. He only has three touchdowns in eight games against Eagles which is honestly a lot less than you'd expect for Zeke, but his role's diminished. And maybe like Billy said, maybe Pollard's just better, at least better fit and blah, blah, blah. But if I own Zeke anywhere, I'm starting him every week or trading him. Like that's the only thing I could do, but you're not getting a good return right now. I just, I just feel like 
until he has like a really good week, there's no point in trading him. I just feel like you have to fire him up. There's no chance. Uh, so far, like they have really been in close games. Like they're not, they're not in blowouts and that's when Zeke gets the ball. So I feel like, unfortunately, this might be the game that they actually go up fast and Zeke actually does what he's good at. So not excited about it, but you know, as it is. I agree. Yeah, that seems about right. Go Birds. Cowboys are going to win, though. The Cowboys are going to win. Cowboys have a good team. It's weird. Yeah, they do. Didn't expect it. Honestly, that was really bad against the Chargers last week. but Defense looked good. I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying publicly that the Eagles will win this game. I don't want to do that. Fair enough. All right, Joe. All right. So we're going to start off here with Seattle and Minnesota. Um, the over-under on this game is 55, so Vegas has this thing going very high. I believe this is going to be a monster game. Both defenses are struggling. They're giving up over 440 yards per game. Both defenses. Both offenses are putting up close to 400 a game, so that means fantasy points. Um, I, this this game is going to be awesome. I'm definitely going to be watching this one the whole time. A um, little bit of news on Dalvin Cook. Hopefully we hear more by the end of the week. If he does not play, look He's for Kirk. What? He's going to play. He's going to play, you think? Mm-hmm. Is that for sure? Is that new? That's a certain. Okay. Check it on Sunday, though, just to make sure. Yeah. I don't know. There's some weird stuff going on there. But if he does not play, Kirk will throw it more. But he just has a phenomenal matchup against Seattle. They've been getting gashed this whole season so far. Um, DJ Me- DK Metcalf is facing Brashad Breland, who like I said, has been getting torched in every game he plays. He literally is a revolving door. He's going to line up against him, so he's going to put up a ton of points. Um, this game is going to be awesome, boys. I hope you're excited to watch this one. Um, my star of the week is Kirkus. The dude has just been throwing it all over the field. They Their defense cannot stop anybody, so he's going to have to throw it a lot. My sit for this week is Everett. Minnesota sucks at a lot of things, but they can cover the tight end randomly, which is pretty interesting. And I want everyone to stop with Alexander Madison shit. Cook was out for a while, and he didn't do a damn thing last year. He's not going to do a damn thing this year. He has never proven anything. So I'm totally out on Madison. <laughs> if you picked him up, you're wasting a bench spot. You should drop him now. Uh, my defensive uh, shout for the week is Rasheem Green from Seattle. He has been playing over 70% of the snaps at defensive end, and they really need someone to step up there. So I see I see that working out really well. Just a name to keep an eye on. Pick him up, stash him if you want. Don't get too excited about it, but I'm excited to see him play this week. Following up, we got uh, the New York Jets at Denver. Uh, over-under on this game is 41 and a half. Um, don't expect anything from the Jets. So um, I just want to celebrate that Cortland Sutton is back. He looks phenomenal. He had so many air yards. I think it was like 250 last week. He's just catching everything he possibly can. And I do think that this is the Javante Williams breakout week that we've all been waiting for. I think they put a bunch of points. They throw this man in, and he just eats against the Jets. Um, Zach Wilson threw four interceptions last week and is now playing against the strongest cornerback duo in the league. So maybe five interceptions this week? I don't know. Whoa. <laughs> I'm just playing. It won't be that. <laughs> it won't be that. At least uh, Jameson Crowder could be back this week, but we are not confidently starting any of the Jets wide receivers. Don't do it. 
at all. Don't confidently start a jet. What about Corey Davis? No, no. Okay. Not, not with game. Crowder mixing in back back in. Yeah, I think it's going to get nasty. Well, that was the problem better. last week is he was trying to force feed Corey Davis, and I told you that whoever was on Corey Davis was going to get interceptions, and it happened four different times. J.C. Jackson, baby. Devin um, McCourty so got one. I called it. We're going to do an easy start here. We're starting Sutton. Dude looks awesome. He is back. He is a monster, and Teddy loves throwing the ball to him. We are sitting all of the Jets players, and we are going to stop. Killing the rookie, Zach Wilson. Yes, he's off to a slow start. Yes, he is on the Jets, but don't give up on the kid yet. He does have some good plays in there. So when he starts putting it together, I think he will do pretty good. My defensive player, um, it's not going to be active in this game, most likely. Like Josh said in the previous Part 1 podcast, I would be looking to pick up Micah Kaiser and see if he starts. If they do, slot him in at outside linebacker on the other side of Von Miller good things could happen in the future so just a name to keep an eye on follows up with buffalo and washington um hey guys taylor heineke is a better quarterback than josh allen okay okay billy okay based on stats <laughs> okay billy well hey no. hey hey results <laughs> over names results over said. names ain't that the truth no 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 josh allen is he needs a get right game. This is going to be it. Washington defense is being had really at all levels right now. It's weird. They to be honest. Of, yeah. They have a lot of good names, but they've been torched recently. So they made Daniel Jones look like early career Peyton Manning. So I think Josh Allen's going to have a hell of a game. Not one, but two rushing touchdowns for me this week. I think Josh Allen gets it. Um, I'm not overly excited about anyone in this game other than Allen. Scary Terry and Diggs. Those are my three guys that I obviously starting. Yeah, you're obviously starting them. Uh, I think Gibson can struggle is going to struggle a lot, and we could see a lot of McKissick. So, yeah, really poor Gibson. My star for the week is JD McKissick. My sit is Devin Singletary, and my stop is panicking on Josh Allen. He will be just fine. People, move along. So will Diggs. My buy is Gibson. I know that I'm, this isn't mine, but by Gibson after or before or during. Are we doing start, sit, stop, buy? Now it's a new thing. I just okay. added it in there. Oh. All right. It's called sell. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Do not sell him. Buy him. My defensive play, Gregory Russo. I've been hyping this guy up for a long time now. His first game, he had 50% of the snaps and he was all over the field. Last week, he played 66% of the snaps and he had two sacks. So. You don't you don't stop a good thing. He's gonna keep getting playing time, and the dude just looks like a freaking monster out there. So, if he happens to be on a waiver wire somewhere, pick him up. I think it still is an opportunity to buy low on him. Probably not after a two sack game, but I think you could still get it. Bright things are ahead for this kid, so I'm excited to watch it. The Sunday night game, which is gonna be awesome. Again, cue the gladiator theme music. Oh wait, we don't we don't have that yet. No, we'll have but. that soon. Yep. We'll get <laughs> All it right. Soon. So this game is uh, it's going to be really interesting. Uh, I think this is a running back game and tight end game. I think Tanyan, Aaron Jones, and Kittle are your starts here. I or the games the people that will have the most impact in the game here. Um, I, again, we're not trusting any San Francisco running back. Don't do it. 
Elijah Mitchell, is he going to be fine? It looks like he might be. I don't know. I'm still not doing it. They literally signed everybody with a pulse that has an RB next to their name this week. Put him on the practice squad. So Chris Thompson out of yeah. the shadows. <laughs> the Phoenix, you want to talk about a Phoenix? Yeah, for real. Ashes. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, no, Tanyan, Aaron Jones, and Kittle are my big starts this week. I think Debo is going to be held a little bit in check. Uh, Eric Stokes and Jair Alexander, they really look like something as a cornerback duo right there. So I think San Francisco wide receivers are going to be held in check, and I think Garoppolo is going to struggle. This may leave, may leave, and this might be wishful thinking, the door open for Brandon Eck to get back involved in this offense. Got it. So, so. I'd be dude, nice. I, I would love to see it this week. Um, Manifesting. This yeah. Over under on this game is 49 and a half. I would take the under on this. I don't see it getting that high. I think it's going to be a defensive and kind of chew the clock up game. We are starting Robert Tunyon. We are sitting all San Francisco running backs and we are going to stop dropping. Dropping is what I said. Brandon Eck. He's far too talented and will get that spot back. Mm-hmm. Now, I was in two leagues where people dropped this dude. What? Really? Yep. Two leagues oh, where someone dropped awesome. Eck. And I thought it was for Rondale Moore. And I'm sorry, Brandon Eck is way too talented to be dropped for Rondale Moore. So stop panicking on him. He will be just fine. He's going to get his spot back. Trent Sherfield does not look good at all. No. So, they're going to stop that. Dude, and they can are we move stop along. with fucking Sherfield? God oh, damn. This is not off. Stop it. It's horrible. Uh, on defense, uh, I got two names, both on the Green, Bre- Green Bay Packers. Eric Stokes really looks good. That might have been just a hell of a seal for Green Bay this year. And Devondre Campbell, if he's available on IDP League, pick him up. You, uh, you're missing your time to do so. He could have been had for basically free um but that's no longer uh an option here but with eric stokes and Jerry alexander i just think green bay might have that shit locked down so again i think green bay wins this but i don't think it's a super high scoring game i would bet the under if i had to put money on it i don't know what do you guys think okay yeah i probably would too i think it's gonna be a defensive thing after we all think it's not gonna be that yeah I don't know. Okay. It's going to be a good game. I'm excited to see it. I think so. Good, Two good teams. Yeah. Lastly, uh, we have Baltimore and Detroit over under of 49 and a half. I would slam the over on this game. There's going to be a lot of points scored in this game. Um, neither defense can stop anybody. Holy hell, this is a great spot for every fantasy player. Um, I think Detroit initially tries to take the air out of the ball and run it and kill the clock. They're not going to be able to do that with Lamar Jackson on the other side. And that makes this game full of fireworks. Um, we are starting everyone in this game. I am confident in every player except for the Detroit wide receivers. And whoa, I like Tyson Williams. That's the only running back I'm starting from Baltimore. Whoa. What about fucking Cephas? Cephas? I'm all about him. Yeah, Start him. he has a chance. He's a, good da- he's a good daily player. Although Humphreys, Humphreys all over that fucking... Uh, yeah, but he won't cover him the whole time, so that's lucky. That's true. He does kind of float. Yeah, he does. No, I think this is a Hawkinson and Swift and Jamal Williams game. And I think on the other side, um, I'm not sure which Baltimore wide receiver to start. Someone's going to get some work, but I'd say it's mostly Mark Andrews and Lamar Jackson. And I think Tyson Williams is going to have a big game in this one as well. So we're going to go ahead and start Tyson Williams. We're going to sit Sammy Watkins. Um, 
there are two possible outcomes to this game. One, it's a back and forth, really fun. Two, it's a complete blowout. In that case, Sammy Watkins is not going to do anything. So I think he's a very risky start. And we're going to stop with the Detroit wide receivers. It is someone different every week. Cephas looks good right now. Tyrell Williams is going to come back. They love Khalif Raymond for some reason. Uh, Amon Ross St. Brown is getting targets. So I think really your wide receiver one in Detroit is Hawkinson, and that's how you're going to play it. I agree. That part's, that Hawkinson part's true. Hawkinson is number one, but Cephas is number two. Okay, you really want to start a number two wide receiver on Detroit? No. Yeah, you because don't. they're always going to be losing. All right. No offense to the Lions and my dad. My apologies, Dad. <laughs> Swift and Williams combined to make the wide receiver two on that team. I agree. That's the the I, targets are only going to go to the those two guys. I'm sorry, but eight targets last week. We're just going to ignore that for for Cephas and red zone targets. Okay, there was blown fucking coverage in the end zone, so he caught a touchdown. Other than that, he's caught two touchdowns. I'm talking about last week. Yeah, I'm yeah you can do the Cephas thing all you want. All I'm right, I'm just lying. letting you know he's the dude. Good My defensive bench. guy is Odafe Owe from Baltimore. He had the hit on CEH that caused the fumble there, and he recovered it. He keeps getting more and more snaps each week at uh, at linebacker there. So, I if again, he's a rookie. Get him if you can, and Baltimore wins. Good call. Can hypothetically, if the, if Cephas. Catches another I'm touchdown. not talking about Cephas anymore. And I'm saying to next week, hypothetically, if he catches another touchdown. That could be Joe's wrong. We'll get there. It's a good good one to have. Okay, I'll close this out with the last five games. First, we'll start out with Cleveland, Chicago. Cleveland is favored by seven. Um, Justin Fields Day. It's finally here. JFB. Finally JFG. upon us. Um, the start for this game, I'm actually going – I know Josh said not to, but I'm going with Allen Robinson. I think that the safest safest target for Justin Fields is going to be Allen Robinson. So I think he's just going to pepper him with targets because I don't know if he – he might trust Cole Komet, but I'm not, I'm not sold on that. So I think they're going to go with the one option that they have that I think that he can trust, and that's Allen Robinson. The man can catch everything. So – I think Allen Robinson will be the play. Cleveland secondary is not good. So I think there's definitely an opportunity for Allen Robinson to get some good points this week. Get started. Uh, my sit, I'm not going to lie. I don't have one because here's the thing. Who would you sit in this game? Chicago, I'm starting everybody. I might downgrade Montgomery a little bit because I don't know what Justin Fields rushing will take away. But I don't think that's even like that's not somebody I wouldn't sit him. I would still play him, but like that's literally the only player. They don't have any wide receivers like Cleveland. You're not starting any of the wide receivers, so I can't tell you to sit any of them because there's no one like who are you gonna <laughs> who is it even between? Like Donovan Peoples Jones? No, you're not starting not anybody. And I'm still firing up Mooney, still firing up Allen Robinson, still firing up Komet because like I said, Cleveland's secondary is wishy washy. Um so I, I can't tell you to sit anybody because I don't I don't even know who to tell you to sit. Uh, my stop is can people stop freaking out about Demetric Felton? He's good, he's solid, he's a good player. However, he, they're not going to trade Kareem Hunt and have Felton take his spot. I've seen that so much on Twitter as Cleveland should trade Kareem and just put Felton in his spot. Just shut up. 
no, that's so stupid. Stop that. It's it's not right. Demetric Felton is the way to go. That I he he's a good he's a good guy. But look, can we just stop freaking out about him? OG OBJ should be back. So hopefully, if he is, you'll fire him up as well. I forgot to mention that. Um, but yeah, so that's what I think for Cleveland Chicago. I think Cleveland's going to win. I don't think it's going to be by seven. Yeah, solid. You think Cleveland's going to win that game? I do. At home, I, I think so. On, on Justin Fields' day, I think so. I think Cle- I think he'll play well. I just I think they'll win by four a, t- a field goal, something like that. Yeah, I think it'll be a sloppy game, but I'm excited I think so. for it. I think so too. Um, I got the Bears winning that game. Thanks, Chad. The record of state. That's fine. I, I just think Cleveland's too good for that, but we'll see. They're not. Um, <laughs> whatever. They should have. They should be two and zero right now. Um, oh, okay. Fucking Cleveland. Cleveland, Cleveland it up. Um, so the next game I have is Indianapolis versus Tennessee. Um, this should be a shit show of a game. I, I cannot say that I'm happy to watch this one. Um, the start for this game is actually going to be Ryan Tannehill. I know a lot of people are thinking about benching him because he's had kind of a mm, not great first two weeks, but he got extremely unlucky in the last game. He had a couple of touchdowns called back that he could have had. Um, and then Derrick Henry just went off like what well, you can't couldn't stop him. So you just might as well keep pounding the rock. I think this is a good opportunity for him to get on the same page with his wide receivers, because I don't think Indianapolis's D line is going to be as easy to run against as um, Minnesota's was last week. So I think or not Minnesota, Seattle. Um, I think Indianapolis might be a little bit harder. So my play, my starts Ryan Tannehill. I'm going to sit Michael Pittman because Jacob Eason sucks. Don't really need to explain more than that. Jacob Eason sucks, and people are going to be overly confident in Michael Pittman after what he did last week. My stop for this game, Naheem Hines. Just everybody stop out there with Naheem Hines. He has not shown anything this season that would make him a start or a flex. He was last season, I'll agree, when Jonathan Taylor wasn't quite like entrenched yet in that starting role. But until you actually see him getting more usage and actually getting those targets and rushes, there's really no point in starting him. So I would just leave him on the bench. Don't stop freaking out about Naheem Hines. It's not a true split backfield, in my opinion. So um, Tennessee's favored by five and a half. I think it could go either way. I don't trust Jacob Eason. I can see why they have five and a half, but I can't, I can't with good faith tell you that Tennessee's going to win. I'm sad to report that I have nothing to dis- disagree with you on this one. You killed it, man. Yeah, I think that I think that's how it's going to go. It should be a messy game. I don't expect it to be a very fun one. Um, Pittsburgh, Cincinnati is my next one. So I love a good div- division matchup um, this early in the season, especially in that AFC North. Uh, my start is T. Higgins and all the Pitt wide receivers. So I think T. Higgins should be fine. And that's so the pit secondary is kind of a, a weird bunch. I think Jamar chase is going to get covered and, and blanketed out of the game. So I'm not sure Jamar chase is going to have a good week, but so uh, T Higgins did not practice Wednesday. And that would be the, yeah. And that would be the only way that that, that would work out is if T Higgins didn't play, but if T Higgins plays, then you start T Higgins um, Boyd kind of probably a middling performance. The slot has been very rough to go against Pittsburgh with, and we'll see what happens. But Boyd's been playing the slot, so he might be a downgrade as well. But pit wide receivers, fire them up. Just fire them up. They're fine. Like Cincinnati secondary. Didn't Deontay they're, they're, Johnson not practice today either? 
Okay, well, if they're hurt, don't play them. If it says out by their name, do not put them in your no, lineup. But I'm saying, does that add to Jamal or uh, not Jamar Chase? Um, Juju Clay, Clay or Claypool, possibly. The I mean, the thing is, is like Jesse Bates is a good safety. So, I mean, it, it's really like what side is he helping on? Is the side you don't want to have? But I think he's going to be moving all around. So I think either way you go, you're going to be all fine. Right. I'm done interrupting. Yeah, you're fine. My sit for this game is Mixon. You don't go with Pittsburgh for running back. Um, Mixon's going to not do well in this game. So uh, my stop is stop panicking about Najee Harris. I've seen a lot of people worried about how much, how many rushes he gets in a game versus how much actual work he's getting, like how much, how many rushes he's actually getting, like the yardage. I don't think it's that big of a worry. He's it's it's one of those things where enough work is going to go by and he's eventually going to find his way and he's going to find his running lanes. I think it's a not panic on Najee Harris. If somebody's willing to sell him out there, go ahead. That'll be fine. Um the bye 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 bye. Yes, buy Najee Harris and it's any point that you can. Uh Pittsburgh's favored by 3. I don't think it's going to be I, I think Pittsburgh's going to win by more than that personally. Their defense is too good even with TJ Watt potentially not playing. Good? Yes. Yeah. Other than the injuries, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you but both No, you're fine. Are... If if it says out by their name for anybody listening out there, do not put them in your lineup. Check your lineups before the game start at all times. Exactly. But if they're playing, you fire them up. Okay. Arizona versus Jacksonville. I do not expect this to be a close game. I think Arizona is going to roll. However, on we go. Start Marvin Jones. Jacksonville is going to be playing from behind. Who are they going to throw to? LaVisca Chenault is out for this week. So who are you going to throw to? Marvin Jones. Arizona has been like giving up a lot of yardage, as you saw last week when they played Minnesota. So I think this is a big Marvin Jones game. Might be a good DFS play, Joe. I'm not sure what his price looking like, but I'm sure it's probably pretty good. Um, sit for this week is Arizona running backs. So I don't know if it's because – I don't know why this is, but Jacksonville has not given up much rushing yardage. I'm not positive what the reasoning behind that is. I mean, Cortland Sutton went off last week receiving, um, so it didn't really give Javante Williams and Melvin Gordon enough time to really get rushing, but – they have nobody's rushing against them. Yes, Josh. Uh, real quick, and I'll take I'll make this real quick. But sure. uh, they did. Denver chose not to run the ball. They passed the ball in all times where they should have been running. Um, also, fire up Chase Edmonds pretty much at all times at this point. James Conner is not existent. I mean, you can. I I would if you have an you'll better at least option. Get- You'll at if least you have get a, 12 points. I mean, you're not, not getting That's fine. If you have a better option, go with them. Against Jacksonville, people are throwing the ball. They're not running the ball. So if if they, if they get near the goal line, Kyler is going to run it in. And that's from 15 yards out even. So that's fair. I would sit a running back. And my stop is actually back to Marvin Jones. Stop doubting Marvin Jones. Apparently, people still think he's like the wide receiver two on the team behind Chenault. And – Chark, I, I don't think so. I think Jones is the guy there, and we're going to keep finding that out. He just is the target that Trevor Lawrence likes. So and as long as he likes him, I mean, Chark is a good receiver, and he'll have good games. Chenault's a good receiver, and Chenault will have good games. However, Marvin Jones is the guy that he likes in the red zone, so I would fire up Marvin Jones. Arizona's favored by 7.5. Fire, like, yes, it's going to be more than that. Arizona will probably win by two touchdowns. To be fair, Chanel has been the wide receiver three at this point. 
Yeah, but I mean, people don't treat him that way. That's the thing. I would, I would count it as Marvin Jones, Chark, Chenault at this point. Everyone had it, Chenault, Chark, or maybe even Marvin Jones before Chark. So, the things that Marvin Jones has always excelled at is just making something out of nothing, mm-hmm. and that's what they need to do. And Urban Meyer, as much as you hate him, is going to identify, and so is Trevor Lawrence, that you throw the ball to this guy, he makes plays. So I love Marvin Jones. Always I do have. too. I think if you have him in the lineup or if you have him on your bench and you've kind of been like wavering whether to play him or not, just put him in there. He played, he played Denver last week. He, he still looked really good. So if he can, if they can overcome that, they can definitely overcome Arizona's porous secondary. Okay. On to my last game. This is the best game of the Sunday slate. That's not a primetime game. LA Rams versus the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um, the spread's actually Tampa Bay uh, by one and a half right now. It's actually a pretty good line. I'm, I'm not positive that I would disagree with that, but it's in L.A., so maybe you're not hoping for Tampa Bay to win. Um, my start for this is Godwin and Evans. I think they're both going to get fed, especially with A.B. out. I think you you can feel comfortable. I think both all the wide receivers in this game, it's going to be a throw. Like just Everybody's going to throw this entire game. Um, the, the secondaries are not quite up to par, even though Jalen Ramsey, whoever he's covering is probably not going to catch as many balls as you like, but it's just, you're going to have to throw to keep up. So I think everybody's going to get some work. Um, my sit for this game is LA running backs. Um, no running back has been good against Tampa Bay yet. And I don't think Sony Michelle is going to be the one to break that curse. So, or if it's Daryl Henderson hurt. Definitely don't want him hurt against the Tampa Bay defense because he'll probably end up more hurt than when he entered the game um, playing against Devin White and those guys. So my sit is L.A. Rams running backs. Um, my stop is stop panicking over the Tampa Bay wide receivers. If, if it's not going to go their way, it's not going to go their way every week. It's really not. Um, first week, Mike Evans didn't get the ball, and Antonio Brown and Godwin did. The next week – Antonio Brown didn't get the ball. Mike Evans did. Godwin seems to be pretty consistent. He is the best receiver on that team, just saying. But I think, you know, you want to go with Godwin for sure start. But if if you have Evans and A.B., you have to put them in the lineup because you don't know what Tom Brady is feeling that day. So, from my opinion, stop panicking. If you have them on your team, you don't take them out of the lineup just because they don't get fed that week. It's just uh, – a fluke. Well, if AB's out this week, you absolutely start. I don't think you're ever going to not start Mike Evans and Godwin, but you absolutely start both of them. Like, you're correct. Happy. That's you're why they were. That's why it. they were my starts. Yeah. Yes. So, that's all I got. That's I'm all I got for that one. That that should be a really good game. I can't believe it's not one of the prime times. Yeah. So, but if this was Week 16, they'd flex it. Hundred percent. I definitely would. Hundred percent. There it is. The yep. first hundred percent of the two podcasts this week. Man, that's rough. But we waited this long. I know. Okay. Well, that's our game previews for week three. I hope we gave you all some good information. I'm sure we're going to be right about everything. So there really is no point in, you know, contesting anything. Yeah, we should uh, just scrap the right, wrong, really thing. Exactly. Um, there won't be wrong. Right and really. Even I've been wrong about things. So. That's a that's a big of you to admit that. Bigly, me. Yes, I love the wrongs. That's really the humble, the humble, humblity of us. You know what I mean? That really, is not a word. It is now. But anyway, 
Joe, get us out of here. Ladies and gentlemen, I hope you enjoy football this weekend. I know I will. I hope some good things happen. I hope bad things do not happen. I hope you win all your matchups, and we will see you here next week. Follow us on Twitter at Offensive Points. Good night.